Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello. Yes, two minutes past eight o'clock and we are joined by a superstar here in the Salamanca studios at SEN. My favourite, my favourite ever Australian captain. He's been waiting all week for that. (laughs) I have. That's his his biggest moment of the week. Eddie Ockerton, how are you, Ed? Nice to see you, my friend. Thank you very much, Brent. How's things? Uh, you're back home, and I know you love getting back home when you can, but uh, either the hockey one season, but uh, before we get to your injury, which is unfortunate, uh, tell us about how much you love getting back to Tassie when you can. Yeah, I mean, it is good. I mean, loving being here. Um, good couple of weeks this stint, so it's uh, it's been a while since I've been able to spend some time, so like you said, any any chance I get, I'll be here, and it's um, it's been fantastic. Actually, I've got my family here um, for the first time, probably, you know, for couple of my kids but for the first time for two or three years we've been able to come back so it's been fantastic in in uh having them here as well and unfortunately you're going to miss we've touched on the first game you've got a, an injury what, what's going on there how long are you looking like you'll be out for yeah hopefully only another couple of weeks I, at some point in the last couple of months i've fallen on my my knee or something like that as a little bone bruise uh it sound it doesn't sound that tough does it does it uh, i'm <laughs> out you can't, you can't remember how it happened you have no, no i remember it being sore at, at a couple of points and uh, you know like uh, they treat it like a little bit of a break so like a bone break more so probably six weeks total from when it happened but since we don't know when that was it's it's uh it's probably only another couple of weeks hopefully how flat are you about that i know you love representing tassie too when you can so it must be disappointing with hockey one starting friday night that you won't be out there yeah it's a huge start to the our hockey one season and just being here with our whole teams here and, and having a training camp and getting together it's it's been awesome to see the guys on the field coming together for our first game so yeah i'm a bit flat to miss i love playing um down the hockey center here in tassie and in, in hobart and um, it'll be. I haven't missed too many games, so sometimes I have to sit back and think like I've been really lucky. So um, yeah, I'm flat to miss it, but it, it's exciting for the other guys. And I'm actually doing a bit of coaching. I'm in the assistant coach list, so it's uh, it's another challenge for me to to sit in the stands this week and coach the guys, and also during the game. And outside of you, how are we looking? Is everyone fit? Um, and and how would you rate our chances of of going all the way in the hockey one? Oh, I think we have an incredibly strong team. We've 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 been able to produce talent out of. Tassie hockey, uh, like incredibly over my career, and this 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 season, this team, um, the young guys coming through, the under 18s state team, we've got not many of them in, but they completely smashed the nationals and won the, won the championship this year, which is unreal to see. And a couple of guys in the junior world cup um, team that'll that'll play soon, so that's the under 21 level. And uh, we've got a guy from New South Wales, Aaron Hazel, who just you know wanted to come down here and play for us, which is a bit different in the hockey world, um, having someone sort of transfer over. And it's, uh, it's awesome to have him. He's, he's sort of like a development squad pushing national squad selection. So to have him bolster our squad's incredible. And you touched on our squad. So it's very similar to cricket, hockey, isn't it? Like in Tasmania in particular, you don't get the opportunity to get the whole group together a lot. A lot of our best players are living off interstate. Um, is it, how, how's that... Uh, it's a massive challenge for Tassie to get the team together and play well, I suppose, straight off the bat. Yeah, I think that is our biggest challenge. We've got guys not only in the national squad that, that live and train full-time in Perth, but guys have moved um, either to Perth or to Melbourne or to Sydney for study, and they obviously still want to play for Tassie. They don't, want to, they don't want to change teams and play for someone else. So for us to have this week training camp is crucial. Um, we've all committed to come back and... Uh, get get a good solid week and, and get some tactics and and that that will make a difference. A lot of the times, especially in hockey, we sort of fly in the night before the first game, and we haven't had that opportunity to train. We're like, you know, what are we up to? What are we going to do tomorrow? So to have this week here with the full team is is going to be fantastic for us. We've got a really strong team. 
Hockey star Eddie Ockenden is our guest on SEN Tassie Breakfast this morning. What about the hockey one comp, Ed? I've obviously had a couple of delayed starts due to, to COVID, but do you feel like this is going to have some serious momentum behind it this season? I think so, yeah. I mean, we're always very well supported by the hockey community. Any chance that um, hockey players or hockey fans can can watch it, they'll stream it, they'll do anything to access the, the hockey content. I know sports like hockey, they're always trying to push out into the bigger market, but in my opinion, you look after your community members first, and, and we have a whole lot of members in Australia. So if they can access the games, I think it'll grow from there. Being on Channel 7, streaming on Channel 7, that's, that's, a, that's a huge bonus for us, and that's a massive win for the league. And hopefully that does well, and I think it really will. From a Tassie perspective, why do you think it is that we continually produce high-level hockey players. I mean, our senior team in particular, but you just touched on the under-18s. We had, I think, Oscar Pritchard on the show right back at the start, didn't we, for after they won the under-18s. So we've got a, a history of cre- of creating good hockey players. What What is that, and uh, yeah. how do we do it? I'm not sure. I know um, it's a very community-based. <laughs> well, we're built different down here, so <laughs> we've got a head start, to start you know, to begin with. But I think the access to the facilities, I know um, it's it's really good here. And I think um, it's a very community-based sport. So a lot of families continue to, to play hockey, like the, your parents will play, your kids will play. And, and you just sort of grow up in the environment around the hockey centre. And whilst the numbers aren't there, I think... Um, the, the, the people that are that are continuing to come back to the hockey and the community that are there, we sort of continue to sort of play down the generations, I guess. It's yeah. a real community and family-based sport. I think we're very lucky as well to have guys like Ed come back because our, our junior hockey players get to see literally the best in the world and, and there's other players in Tasmania that are, that are similar. So I think it's something, if you look back to cricket with Ricky Ponting, we didn't see him that much. I think having someone like Ed yep. in our state, the kids get to see him, train, see him prepare albeit you know, only for a month or so a year, but makes a huge impact. Well, just on that, Ed, you were here a couple of weeks ago for to see your Northwest Grads Bulldogs win the, the flag, which must have been exciting. And I did ask you, a sneaky chance to play? Because you, you you don't have to qualify or anything, do you? You could have just walked into that team if you oh, wanted to. How well would that go down <laughs> with the opposition? <laughs> Uh, you know, like it's always the argument. They they they'll be saying, you know, oh, it's good for hockey. <laughs> like, they'll be spewing, but they'd run that line. Um, I would have loved to have played, obviously, a little nigger, and I did feel a bit bad about just coming in for one game. Yeah. Um, I was very happy they got over the line, so I didn't feel too bad about missing it. But it was I was very impressed with the level of the hockey in the grand final. I haven't seen too much club hockey, but I thought it was I thought it was a fantastic. The level was great. Yeah. Uh, now the Olympics coming up middle of next year yep. the one thing on your resume is missing is an olympic gold medal that must be driving you insane and driving <laughs> you to prepare at, a, at, at an all-time high level for this olympics coming up in paris yeah it's a really funny one obviously we want to win like every time we go to a tournament and the olympics you you want to win it probably even more if, if that's possible so to be in the position that we've been in going into every Olympics, we've always had a strong team. We've always given ourselves a huge chance. Haven't been able to either perform on one of the finals days or, you know, in Tokyo we we probably did perform well and we just couldn't get over the line. So it is a hard one. I think it's hard for me to say, but if I had already won a gold medal, I don't think that I would be any less desperate to go and win another one yeah. or, for example, I, I don't think so. Maybe that's wrong because I haven't done it, but... I feel like the drive with the team um, and the squad and the guys involved, they go to an Olympics, you want to you want to win the gold medal. The teams are so different every four years. It's not like a footy season where you roll over the same list. They're so different every four years. So the, the drive and the hunger should always be there for us to win. But it is, yeah, it's been something they haven't been able to, to win. Um, and, you know, we're trying to do our best to, to, to put our team together and put ourselves in a good position to go in good form and perform well. 
What's it look like for you beyond Paris Ed? Obviously, you haven't had too many injuries across your career. You've got one now, as, as we know. But do you feel like you can go beyond Paris or do you feel like that's the perfect way to go out potentially with a gold medal, hopefully, around your neck? Yeah, I haven't really thought about it too much. I think, like, I'm not... I never want to be in the position where I'm sort of dragging myself to a tournament and I, I can only just make it and I can... Um, you know, not perform to my best. So if I'm not playing well, if I'm not quick, I always look at myself as my speed. If I if my speed's not there, I think you know that's that's going to be tough to play hockey. So um, I'm feeling fit. I'm still fast, so I don't put a limit on it. It's obviously you know you have to be realistic at some point. I'll be 37 next year. I'm 36 now, obviously. So you know, realistically, it's not you're not going to do it for, for that much longer. But I don't. I really don't know. Like if I'm enjoying it or if I'm playing well and I get to next year. I, I, you know, no, I'm not saying, no, I never know. Like, you know, if I like it, I like it. <laughs> Keep going, mate. Keep going now. <laughs> yeah. What was the bigger thrill in the last few weeks? Either winning the Tasmanian Sports Personality of the Year at the Bill Sorrell Lunch or the fact that Brent Costello gave it to you or announced it live announced on stage? It. I didn't get it. The Premier handed I it I thought, over. well, really? You took <laughs> yeah. a back seat to the Premier. <laughs> he tried I to hold on to it. He didn't want to first give first it over to the Premier. <laughs> um, oh, that was, that, yeah, I think having Brent there... You know, another MC job, as you've been saying. Oh, mate. <laughs> I've heard on the rumour that they might rename the lunch at some point. The Brent Costello lunch. I wouldn't lunch. have thought so, Tim. Wouldn't have thought. Now, a couple of texts in here, Ed, that uh, people have asked here. Uh, now, ask Eddie about his outstanding under-15 career with the Newtown Cricket Club. That's from David. So can, you, can you remember back to <laughs> yeah, those days? Yeah, I do remember. Great club down there. I love my cricket. Um yeah, I did all right, I think. Hopefully you mentioned that at the end. <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> were you a batter bowl? Or you? Oh, you know, when you're 15, you try and do everything. Mm -hmm. I liked keeping, and then I took the gloves off and had a bowl and then <laughs> tried to open the batting. But I love my cricket. Great club at Newtown. Great great memories there, for sure. Another one here. Hey, Ed, any chance you play beyond Paris? I reckon you can get another Com Games in. Well, you just answered that for us, which was great. What about our team for Paris, though, from a Tasmanian perspective? Obviously, Josh Belt's going super well. At the moment, we've got Jack Welch. Uh, is he likely to be there? We've got um, Hayden's brother as well is also in the mix. So how many do you think, from a Tassie perspective, we'll have there in, in Paris? Yeah, that's a good question. I think um, giving ourselves like that three or four guys in the squad consistently over my career has been amazing. So, um, you know, oftentimes we've had two, three Tasmanians in Olympic t team of 16, which I think is pretty incredible. So, yeah, Josh and Jack, they're pushing really hard. Me and myself as well, of course. Um, We'll be doing our best, and Hayden, uh, yeah, Josh's brother. He's he's really pushing towards the squad. He's he's not in it, but he's played a lot this year from outside the squad, and I think he's giving himself every chance. He's been incredible. So so those four, I think. Yeah. You know, Do really you use chance. any of your pull to push him? Push him? Are you, are you, are you yeah. asked as a senior player? Do you have influence on selection at all? No, I don't really. Don't really. No, like you know, every now and then, like in a tiny opinion, maybe, but I don't tend to to want to do too much of that i think it's like it makes it difficult for you and um in my head i'm just thinking i've got to you know get myself picked i've got to be playing well and in in no no hardly any teams in my career i've thought you know i'm walking into this team no worries so for me to have that edge like trying to make the team trying to play my best to get selected for myself personally is i think helped me what about um, uh, this text in here too, That's Brent? You, sh you should get Tim in the goals that to face so a few good. flick shots. Why did we think of that? <laughs> I don't want it. I don't, what we've been doing is getting most guests on to play a bit of cricket <laughs> with me. Yeah, yeah, well, we could have just got Ed to line me up. I mean, unbelievable. Well, no, nah, I'll be right. I'll, I'll, next I'll, week, come good for that. Hamish should have. A, you'd, 
bring a sting in next week and we'll go out there and you can build it. I just need the stuff. Oh, yeah. Can we, someone right. will supply me the goalkeeping yeah, gear that. and I'll have a crack at it. <laughs> hey, I wanted to ask you about the captaincy too because you captain, co-captain for the Kookaburras for a long time. We saw you play here at home and they took it off you just to rotate uh, things. How, how is it not being the captain after being the captain for so long? Is that an interesting challenge for you? Yeah, it's not too different. I don't really feel like it's um, it's changed too much. I think having the other leaders and, and a bigger leadership group coming through is only going to be good for us. So, I mean, it's not to say it won't change in the future, but I've sort of really uh, enjoyed seeing the other guys um, stepping up and, and it's going to help the team. Um, Aaron Zalewski was... Uh, he's still a very experienced and good leader and he's he's going to be there probably doing it and you know I love having him in the team and he's been awesome um, so yeah in my opinion if we shared it around a little bit more you know going forward until we sort of solidify a little group would be would be awesome uh, assistant coach of the Tigers you've done a little bit of coaching around the world as well we don't want to push you out the door just yet but when the time comes is that something that you you can see yourself doing full-time oh that's really funny because I don't I don't really see myself as a as a coach sort of like in the future. I mean, probably kids hockey maybe and club hockey, you know, things like that. I don't really see it as a as myself going into not a career. The, of not coaching. the next Rick Charlesworth. <laughs> no, it's really difficult <laughs> in hockey because you've only got a certain amount of positions in Australia that can be full time coaches. Yeah. Um and if you want to progress you have to leave the country and go coach internationally and then ultimately if you'd love to coach the Australian team, you're coming back and you're moving to Perth or to wherever the centre might be in the yep. future, so I'm happy to um, move back home to Tassie and not <laughs> not travel too much anymore. It's been a long, long, you know, 20 years away. Before I let you go, uh, as I said, you're my favourite Australian captain. I <laughs> loved everything you did. Did you? <laughs> did you? Tim just tried to shoot me with a Nerf gun. Did you draw off anything this man did as a captain in your role? Did you look <laughs> at him and go, "Gee, that's inspirational"? I might try and bring a bit of that into the hockey team or anything like that. Ed? Oh, absolutely. You know, <laughs> nearly everything, I reckon. Exactly. Yeah. So. Everything. You're, you're everything. You're an understand, He you're answered that very awkwardly. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh, great to see you, mate. Uh, actually, just quickly, your cats next year, they sniffed the premiership window still open, do you think? Or? Oh, yeah, maybe. I mean, it's a bit, oh, I was a bit tough watching the grand final on the weekend, wasn't it, for for everyone that wasn't going for Collingwood. But um, I don't really like I, I think I told you I'm happy. I've still got the, we won last year and I was there. So, yes. we've, you know, I've still got you can't the, have it all. I've still got the, I don't really mind anymore. Yeah. You know, I went to see a grand final at the MCG with 100,000 people. I never thought I'd be able to do that. No, you could be a Bombers fan. <laughs> exactly. That, that was your first time at the MCG? Too. I think my first or second. I think maybe it went when I was a kid. Yeah. But what a day. Yeah. Well, mate, great to see you. Hopefully you get over the injury really quickly and we'll see you out there for yeah, Tassie ASAP. Uh, Friday night is the first game here at home against uh, HC Melbourne, so get along and support the Tigers. It'll be absolutely wonderful. Appreciate you coming into the studio this morning, Eddie Ockett, and great to see you, mate. Thank you, guys. And we're going to get to a break on the other side of it. Questions without notice here on SEN Tassie Breakfast for a Monday morning.